He's so good in in in, uh, in the Machinist. And then, you know, what movie though, American Psycho, like, kind of turned me off to him though. Because I didn't love that role. Uh, I didn't see American Psycho. Actually, I don't even think I've seen it full on. Because of I think I saw uh, watching it when he's doing naked yoga. That sounds about right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I love Christian Bale, but I just don't care I ain't about the to see movie. Like, right now. Yeah, for real though. Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> so? How long have we been recording? No, like, nah, just recently. Uh, as soon as you start talking about American Psycho. So do we want to do, um, do we want to start with current events? Or do we want to list the current events before we start? Just list them. Okay. So current events for this week. The Avengers fail it. Failure. The Avengers <laughs> oh, trailer. There it is. Oh, first. Failure dropped. Um... Only like a minute and a half. On the bright side, our producer and Francisco still haven't seen it. So you guys are going into the movie completely dark, and I respect that. But I do fear it, because to me, the best part about a movie is the hype that you have going into it. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, time, most of the time, trailers help with that. So yeah. it's a risky move. I mean, we've been hyped for the past ten years. Yeah. So I can... I can you're not wrong. <laughs> but, like, could that, like, if the hype is at a 10 right now, could it be, like, a 10.1? No. Physically impossible. Mm-hmm. It can't be any higher. Nope. But the way you left the movie, you're not really that down with the Marvel Universe right now. Because, okay. I'm so, Rich. And I'm Francisco. This is the bracket. Because the way I see it is Stato that... Bar Galactica. <laughs> Stadlegar Galactica. The way I see it is when I for- watched the first Harry Potter, the part one mm-hmm. of Deathly Hollows. Mm-hmm. When the movie finished, I was hyped for the second movie already. But, I mean, I guess. Right now, you know what needs to happen. The Avengers needs to free everybody Spoilers. else. Spoilers. And, and beat Thanos. That's all I need to know. What if, in some crazy world, they still don't beat him in two movies? I can see Imagine that how pissed everybody would be. I'd find I'd it fantastic. Be. It'd be I, the best ending. I just remember, see, remember how pissed everyone was <laughs> uh, at the end of Infinity War. Like, the, mm-hmm. the theater was just quiet. It was, like, the greatest thing. So if they would to do that again for this movie, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not that, getting what you want from, a, from like, a franchise well, that, like that, that. That'll last Jedi you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that'll piss a lot of people off. Because what I wanted from Civil War was for uh, Captain way, America to die. Uh, uh, obligatory Star Wars Last Jedi reference. Proceed. Oh, there you go. I was I was actually watching before I came. It's here. so good. Yeah. Alright, proceed. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so I'm hoping they actually kill more characters off because I wanted. There's like ten left. I wanted Captain. Well, they gotta America. all bring them back though. <coughs> They're gonna yeah, no, for sure. And that's my that's always been my problem with that movie is you're having a Spider-Man trailer released pretty soon and Spider-Man's dead. Like yeah, fuck out of here. Well, they announced the Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. way before yeah. War. yeah. Came out. Same thing with, with Black Panther. If and you're gonna make Black Panther two, you don't don't kill him. Don't all. ghost him. Like that's it. Right. It's so simple. Same thing with Guardians Knock of the Galaxy. Literally every Guardian. Or have him go missing. Like he could be on the other planet. Like yeah, he but can at least he's still a, alive. He can fall in a river again. But he could have been on like just saying he could have been on Titan, metaphorically, and he could have just been with Tony and right. everybody. We think he's missing, but we know we're still getting our movie. No, I feel but like they should have. Be in, he, sorry, he can't be in um, in Titan because he has to be in Wakanda. I know, I said metaphorically. Oh. So let's just say he gets teleported with, the, you know, 
with Thor or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. He, he got there how he got there. Right. I think they would, they, it would have been a better idea for them to announce these movies after Infinity War 2 came out. Bingo. But the problem is they have Spider-Man coming out two months after. So you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. They can't. They could, I mean, but they're not that good. They were risky, but they, they don't care about it. Pretty risky. They're not not risky. If that's, a, if that's a take. I like how you're supposed to list these off. And yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And we also need to talk about the best PG-13 comedies. Fuck. We, we brought this up on the last episode, and there was a real struggle of PG-13 comedies that are really, really funny. And I made a quick list. Thor 3. Not really a comedy straight up, but it's very, very funny. Guardians, Anchorman, Mean Girls, White Chicks, every Adam Sandler movie pretty much. Tommy Boy, Dodgeball, Talladega Nights, The Other Guys, Crazy Stupid Love, and we're missing one that I cannot believe our producer forgot to mention. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Damn, how did I not... We're talking about best PG-13 comedies and his favorite movie is Scott Pilgrim (laughs) vs. the World. Damn. I was so proud when I saw that. I just I just rewatched it the other day. I kind of hating on it, being like, "No, this movie wasn't that good." Jose's tripping, and I see it name drop, and I really love that movie. Like start to finish, I'm laughing my ass off and thinking about dumbass Jose laughing his ass off when we're watching it together. <laughs> it's such a good movie. It's it's one of the best edited movies. I've never seen it. You've never it's seen Scarpa vs. the World, dude. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah I know. I, um, you really? It's, I think you should. It's so worth it. It really is. Okay. It's to get one of the. To, uh, Sorry, sorry. I was gonna say that's the only movie that I like. I know quote by quote. Like I yeah. can, like I can rehearse okay. every line. Let's go. First ten minutes right now. First oh, ten minutes. No, you're yeah. not. Oh my god, that is so about, easy. <laughs> you're not doing that. That is so easy. <laughs> I was thinking Once about upon the other a day, time. when you watch a, when you listen to a CD enough times. Like back in the day, you'd listen to a CD so many times. When track two is over, you know, like the opening mm-hmm. beat to track three. Yeah. That's how I feel about like. Uh, the Dark Knight or like any Lord of the Rings movie like the second one scene ends I'm like oh no we're going here yeah. it's so weird but, uh, that's what I think about when he says he can list every single scene right, right, it's almost right. like singing an album uh, Xmas shenanigans Xmas indeed Christmas party yesterday for the for the homies uh, some of us left sober some of us left not drunk same thing yep <clears throat> no more drinking the producer is and this is a question I had I wanted to bring this up and surprise you how many times after getting really, really drunk, have you said in the morning, I'm quitting alcohol, I don't even know why I drink? How many Only times have you quit? Twice. How many times have you quit? Every single time I get hungover. There it is. <laughs> oh my god. And every time you keep coming back. Yeah. I've only done it like twice where I'm like, I yeah. think I'm done drinking forever. Mm-hmm. Only like once or twice. I just hate vomiting. Yeah. Yeah, everybody else loves it. It's so weird. I fucking... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> How about I had Jose last night at the party? We were talking over Jasmine because she was being difficult and work party shenanigans. I'm like, Jose, shut up. Jasmine's trying to talk. And he goes over to me, taps my nose and goes, boop. And he was so drunk later on, he didn't even know he did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a problem. That. It was a problem. That's um, I thought I said something funny. I remember all like everybody looking at me and then everybody laughing. And I'm like, damn, I nailed it on that one. I was I like, there's me. Did, though. Get the good jokes. Yep. I definitely didn't drop my, my drink on my foot, that's for sure. Uh, what's your after hangover medicine? For me, and we all did it today, so I think it's for everybody. Pizza, for sure. Mm-hmm. Delivery preferred. <laughs> if you can make it. Um, and just like load up with energy drinks and get it all out of your system as fast as possible. Yeah, I had two Gatorades, a shit yeah. ton of water, sparkling water. And Should have had a Red Bull, bro. Get you all oh. hypey. 
No. I was gonna get coffee, but then every time I drink I Red Bull or coffee when I'm drunk, it's like ah, oh, it tastes like poison. <laughs> every single time. Anything else for you? Hangover cures. Uh, heavy heavy breakfast. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Get it all yeah, stuffed up. Yep. Uh, next one is HQ CEO died today on an apparent drug overdose, which is kind of a bummer because I love HQ. Mm-hmm. Um, there was supposed to be a SpongeBob episode today, and most of the internet just made fun that we weren't going to get our SpongeBob episode. How old was he? Do you know? Fifty. Oh wow. He was super young. Yeah, uh, maybe even forty-five. He was really young. Mm-hmm. He literally made two of like the big like like apps. What was the other one? Vine. Oh damn. Vine was also. He he, he must have gotten into the code then. He co-created Vine. And That's cool. He he created HQ by himself. Damn, he was I believe. all enriched then. Yep. That's cool. Um, I've been watching a lot of westerns lately. I watched 310 to Yuma. I watched Tombstone not that long ago, and I just started watching Young Guns. I think I've been sleeping on westerns my entire life, and it's like my new favorite thing. Yeah. What's the last western movie you've seen besides those three? Those are the only three I've ever seen. That's I, what I'm saying. I think, no, I was going to say, I think uh, Back to the Future 3. That, but that doesn't give the right vibe of, of a real western, because it's so jokey. Yeah. I would say... Yeah, that's my least favorite Back to the Future. Uh, so that. Hey, Eight is pretty good. What? I didn't finish it. I lied. I didn't finish Fucking it. Asshole. But I did. I saw the seven, the Magnificent Seven, and I didn't like that. I was I wasn't too big on the Magnificent Seven. Is that the, seven. the Chris one? Pratt one? No, no. Chris Pratt and uh, and Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Oh no, it's not good. That's Magnificent Seven. The one you're thinking about is Ridiculous Six. Okay. I didn't see that one either. That one's like. Yeah. I tried watching that. I think it's bad. They have a. They have a really good scene that I think you would enjoy because it's it explains this guy who's inventing baseball, and he's trying to explain the rules of how baseball works. Right. And they're like, "Wait, that doesn't make sense." And he's just trying to make the rules up so he can win. That's and fantastic. It's a, it's a really good scene. That's, That's like fantastic. the funniest part of the movie. But other than that, I watched that. It's a trash. Just to, look it up on YouTube. Like to, to stay play. on the sports subject, um, the fantasy playoffs were today, and I, uh, I I took some losses, guys. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty tragic today, but... I heard the Chargers won. Chargers won on Thursday night. That was a fantastic game. Very stressful. The uh, the Redskins <laughs> won today, and their quarterback is like 33 years old, and he's never won a football game before in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's just like been like a journeyman. He's never really landed on a team. And he won a game today, and his like celebration was like him like pounding the dirt in front of him, like just screaming in excitement. It was really nice to see, because just like he wanted to win a football game his whole life. Yeah. He finally got to do that. That was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then the Patriots played like absolute trash today. So, not the best week ever for me. Fancy teams went down. Patriots lost to the Steelers. Not great, but like I always say, is uh, in Adam Sandler's one of his best PG thirteen movies, Happy Gilmore, when he's having his hockey tryouts. The coach looks at him and goes, "Oh, you didn't make the team. Well, better luck next year." That's what I feel like every time I get eliminated in fantasy. <laughs> Moving on. We have the new Pixar movie title, Onward. What the fuck is that? Chris Pratt saying, is saying that it's going to be one of the best. Chris Pratt's in it? Yeah. He's voicing it? He's, it's Chris Pratt. I think Tom Holland is in it as well. Okay. And, um, yeah. I did think that Tom Holland was in it. Did you, have you seen this yet? Yeah. It's just like, it's kind of like the same lettering as Frozen. And it says Onward, and that's all we know, right? So far, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think it's going to be about? Honestly, I have no fucking idea. It's just the title. (laughs) Like, I can't even guess, because they've already touched kind of everything at one point or another. 
They've the one thing I can think about is Inside Out, but it's not a great title. Because Inside Out, like they do have the continuation storyline that they might do, but if you're doing Inside Out and you're calling it Onward, it's not a great title. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Though. I don't think it's a sequel if it's not Inside Out. I'm glad it's not a sequel. Yeah, yeah I, 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 they need to do more original ideas. Yeah, because Toy Story 4, I'm not excited. Mm-hmm. No, not even a little. What else you got? Sonic. The Sonic trailer? Sonic movie. Oh, the, yeah, there was a trailer, though, too. It was like a it, it was six a, second trailer. It, it was a, tr- a GIF. A live trailer poster, is what they're calling it. That's really creative and lame. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about that? I love that the producers who create, who made Fast and Furious are making this movie. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's... And that's the, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. That's a weird one. Yeah, especially because it's it's kind of a, it's always been a, a cartoon character. Yeah. So to make it a it never it never feels like it goes well. Um, never. When you make it. Yeah. You know. What's the best comic book movie or uh, video, uh, game, video movie? game movie? It's uh, if like, is there like a consensus? Bad. There's there's always the the saying that uh, video game movies don't go very well. Cause, I don't um, think there's ever been one. Because even Assassin's Creed with uh, oh I didn't see it. Yeah, it's <clears throat> that was a video game movie and, and it flopped. Everybody yeah everybody thought it was gonna be really good. Mm-hmm. It did look like it had the potential, but one thing that I noticed kind of recently with Fastbender is I only like him really in two movies. Like he he's in a lot of movies that he kind of like gets ignored or he gets killed off too early. Yeah. So he doesn't. He doesn't really have like that big of a presence in on screen. Mm-hmm. So if this Assassin's Creed story was kind of whack, I totally see why I got forgotten. Yeah, because he's not like a Daniel Day Lewis type where he can carry the role that hard. Mm-hmm. Do you agree or no? I think so. All right, moving on. Any <laughs> other <laughs> movie movies uh, that I'm not thinking of? No, I think that's pretty much it. Hmm. Last current event. We're good. Now that we're re- reaching December, how do you think uh, 2018 was? Just in general, like the vibe. It was weird. <clears throat> right? I feel like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Nothing right? Yeah, it's, it, yeah, I felt like a, like I, a I big plateau yeah. of, of events. It was weird. There's actually a lot of a lo- stuff Yeah, happened. I was going to say that too. Maybe it just feels like it was a long time ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, had, problem. we had Black Panther this year. And Infinity War. Yeah, I feel like Black Panther was so long ago now. Yeah. I forget that that's even this year. Is Do you like Black Panther better than Infinity War? No. All right. I love Infinity War. I don't. I don't know, dude. I saw Black Panther after, um, and it holds up. It holds up pretty good. It really does. I love that movie. Yeah. Killmonger's so good. Yeah, I think it. I think Killmonger's what makes the movie though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, no offense to. No, Chadwick Boseman was kind of dead though. Like three quarters of the movie too. Yeah. Anything else from this year noticing noticeable? Couple job changes, couple raises, few raises. A lot of shifting around at the at the facility, without getting too on the nose about it. A lot of stressful situations going on. Yeah. No, always. Right. Yeah, I, I feel like this year wasn't that great for movies either. It really wasn't, and that's one thing we're going to notice with Oscar season. Like we don't even have movies like we're really rooting for to win. No. Which like, is weird. Like I want Black Panther to win for like best song, and then what I was want the song? The All Star by Kendrick Lamar. I don't remember it. All the stars? Yeah. And then I want First Man to win for everything. I still need to see that. Yeah, what is that? The one about the Lance Armstrong? The one with Frank Gosling? Yeah. I really want to see that because I always get down with like space movies. Mm -hmm. Especially Interstellar. Like, I really need to see this. What happened to the one that was supposed to be like the Venom prequel? Did that ever come out? The one in space with uh... Life? 
Yeah. That movie's awesome. You ever watched that? The Ryan Reynolds one? Yeah, no, I never saw it. It's really good. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't actually even remember. It's actually more of a Jake Gyllenhaal movie than it is Ryan Reynolds. He dies off oh. super fast. Spoilers. I think he already... He literally dies like the first 10 minutes. Like, it's such a whack thing that they showed him in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably kind of a, a thing to bring in uh, fans. Just to watch Definitely. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he was yeah. so hot right then, too. That was where his Deadpool got dropped. Right. So, like, as a marketing move, it was, it was good, but... I, whenever there's a bad marketing move like that, I always feel sick in the movie. Or I'm just like, I feel like I was lied to. Right. Even if the movie's good, you're just like, you guys didn't have to play me like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not an idiot. Like, be cool. Would you have seen it, though? Like, if I didn't see it anyway. So how'd you know it was so good? I, I mean, I didn't see it in theaters. Oh. That's got it, I got it, got it. There's, I mean, I only get to go to the theater maybe like six times a year, so I can't burn it out on everything. We had Bohemian Rhapsody this year. Yeah. In just dead space. <laughs> yeah. I really like Remy Malik, but I did find that the story was lacking. Yeah. It was just like something major happened off screen and they would just explain it to you. And I was a little... Yeah. I've like, heard some people like they were literally crying when they saw it though. And I'm like, I didn't watch that movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was... Because you know how... From what I heard is that Freddie Mercury used to have like a lot of orgies, which is how he got... Um, awesome. AIDS. Yeah. Okay. AIDS. <laughs> Not the and, same uh, thing. Okay. But in the movie, it was just like they're fighting. He's not hanging out with his uh, his wife anymore. Right. His band members. And like the next scene, they like get back together, and I don't know where he's just like, I have AIDS. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, damn. So, <laughs> I mean, damn. I wish. <laughs> Do you think Sasha Baron Cohen would have been a better Freddie Mercury? No, because I thought Freddie Mercury was the, was the only good part of the movie. Yeah. So Remy did a fine job in that. Yeah. And I also, like, I think with uh, Sasha Baron I almost forgot his name. Um, I think with him, you have a chance to do, like, a like a, a super good role, like a 10 out of the 10 has to win the Oscar performance, or you get, like, a really shitty performance where you just don't buy it at all. Yeah. So, like, he, he was kind of like a uh, like a rolling the dice kind of thing. Yeah. A risk. I really wish I would have seen uh, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen take on a more serious role. Yeah, he needs to take one because I feel like he's talented enough. Yeah. He was in um, Les Miserables. Did you know he played the, the Monkey King from uh, from Madagascar? No. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, well, not King. I wanted to say King Louis. What's his name? Uh, King Julian. King Julian. Yeah. yeah. I like those movies. They're not great, but I'm getting to. Those are like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. That's great background noise. That's what I watched too as I watched that Power Ranger movie. Uh, as I was like hanging up Christmas lights in my house, I was like, this is the perfect background movie where you don't need to pay any attention. The Power Rangers? I think I saw half. It's a, like it's like a movie if you were like a five year old watching it, you would fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. If I saw that movie as a as a six year old when I first started watching Power Rangers, it would have been super I, bro, I'd be in a yeah. green suit right now, like creep out of here. <laughs> Maybe I did see the whole movie. I don't know. It's it's probably just super forgettable. Yeah. So forgettable. <laughs> oh, you didn't you didn't watch the credits because they they uh, teased the the Green Ranger. Yeah. At the very end. Yeah. Oh, they uh, Jason David Frank. Sure. No, I think the it's, guy who uh, actually played him back in the day. What's they, his name? They didn't show Tony? him, but like they showed like they did his outfit, his character. Yeah. Like at the I very think end. his name was Tony. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Tommy. Yes. Get it together, bro. I'm so. Funny. I was okay. a Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I, low key, was a Power Ranger. You don't know. But um, yeah, when they were in class, there were like new kids not in, in a seat what, right now. What? What Power Ranger were you? Uh, I was either the white or the green for sure. 
Who, who wasn't the White of the Green Ranger? No, you have to be the Red Ranger. I was going to say, everyone always that, has to be the Red. That, that's why I have a red car. Who then turns into it's, the White Ranger. So No, the, the Green Ranger turns into the White Ranger. You're first of all tripping. The, the Green Ranger turns into the Black idiots. Ranger. Oh my god. Why are we talking about this? Wait, wait, no. wait. Hold on, hold on. The Black Ranger is the Black Ranger. Welcome to a new podcast, the Power <laughs> The Power Ranger, Power Ranger discussion. Bro, the Green Ranger was Jason David Frank. He shows up as the Green Ranger and uh, okay. fights the Red Ranger. I believe you. If you if you drop And then he turns into like the that. White Ranger. Alright, next episode we're gonna we're gonna have, we're gonna have about a this. this is the real this is the real bracket. <laughs> okay, which we, we're not gonna talk about this too much, but what is your Best favorite uh, Power Ranger saga? Just out of the Oh movie. that's a, I'm gonna the go original with the, first one one. With the movies. Yeah, the one with the, the dinosaurs. Was dinosaurs original? Yeah. Because they had the little, like, they had the pterodactyl, they had a T-Rex and everything. That's not the originals, bro. That is the original. With Kimberly and Jason? Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of the... Because there's a new one with, like, Dino. The Dino Thunder or something? No, no, no. no, no, Those are so (laughs) wet. Imagine he's watching watching Transformers (laughs) the last couple of years. He goes, bro, you haven't been catching up on this shit. You don't understand. I think mine were the... Because there was, like, a police squad. Mine were the one where the swords... Where like they got their power from the swords, oh, it was called that? like into, into, into space or something like that. Okay. But they like basically took them out of stones and and got their yeah. Yeah, dude, there was because there was like there was a pirate one, there was a ninja one. There was a pirate one. That's fantastic. There was a, like, I didn't see that one either. There was one with like magic. I think there was a pirate one. I, I need to <laughs> I need to get my my facts straight before I decide to them off. There's a Power Ranger the with like a, with facts. like a stick <laughs> leg. <laughs> That's so whack. Let me see. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. And if you're listening, tell us what is your favorite Power Ranger saga as well. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for the the ta- toxic masculinity that's gonna be in that thread. What? Let's <clears throat> let's remake Power Rangers with just women. That would go. Well. Name them the Spice Girls. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> You guys ready? Yeah. This is The Bracket, the podcast about our 64 favorite movies. We are we hear them battle it out to see which movie will reign supreme. We banter, we bicker, we battle Star Galactica. And on today's show, we have Rich and Francisco and our producer. Everybody knows my name at this point. Listen here, Jeff. In the blue corner, this movie was released in 1983 from director Brian De Palma. Starring Al Pacino, Michelle Pfeiffer, Stephen Bauer... This movie was written by Oliver Stone, weighing in at 2 hours and 50 minutes, Scarface. In the red corner, this movie was released in 1991 from director Jonathan Demme, starring Jodie Foster, Anthony Hopkins, Scott Glenn, Ted Levine, and Anthony Heald. This movie won Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay, weighing in at 2 hours and 18 minutes, Silence of the Lambs. I don't know, I had so many awards. Yeah, I didn't either. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it was a, a, a loud number of awards, actually. And I was actually really curious why Scarface didn't win more awards. I feel like it should have. Maybe the era that it was released, it was more of a of a quote-unquote action film. Then, you know, because kind of now it's kind of, you know, we're, I don't know, different era. Yeah, That's all I, I can that. say. So in, in Scarface, when did you first see it, producer? I watched it last week. All right. So you, first time for the bracket? Yeah. All I ever knew about that movie was like anytime I would go over to like a like a friend's friend's house, right? And there was any, the, there was always that brother or kid who was like the tough, 
kid and always had that poster of, of course. Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either of the game. in the bathtub oh, yeah, or yeah. that black and white one. If you yeah. were ever thought that you were hard as a kid, you had a Scarface poster. Yeah. yeah. I never had one. <laughs> so. That's no. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bro, I still have them. Like, what? Well, luckily, it was on Netflix. Exactly. The first time yes. ever. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But, um, God, when I, as soon as I hit play and I saw the time, three hours. Oh, I, like, I oh. know. My, my gut. Oh, oh God. God. I, didn't know I, was, I didn't know I was about to go binge it. <laughs> and then I debated about just taking like a fit, like a 15-minute break like halfway through yeah, the movie. Yeah, I took a couple. Like, That's the thing. I had to watch it two days. Um, yeah. Oh, in a row? Really? Well, not, I, not in a row. Just but like... I had to cut it into days oh, because yeah. it's 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 a tough movie. And one thing, it also it has a good, um, it's written kind of like a book mm-hmm. where there's great breaks in the story. We're like, all right, now we're in a new scene. We can we can start doing something else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So he has a scene where he's like struggling. He gets a scene where he finally gets money, and then you start to see his decline. Like there's great breaks in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mental I, breaks and you know, emotional. I just sat, I just sat through the entire thing. Wow. Like, I, I was, like, laying in bed, and I was, like, watching it, and then I'd have to get in different positions, like, every other Dang. Hour. I was like, oh, man, this movie's too long. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it was. When did you start, first see it, Francisco? I don't know. I was probably around 14 or 15. Perfect. Yeah. It's a good age to be watching chicks and dudes do coke mm-hmm. all day long. All day. Yeah. That's fantastic. What was your uh, initial thoughts when we heard the matchup, Silence of the Lambs versus Scarface? <laughs> I um a, a contender is leaving one way or another. That's kind of how I'm already on it. Yeah, I, I um, did hear some negative feedback from last episode. Really? American History X and Con Air. That was two episodes ago, but I hear you. Was it two episodes? Yeah, ago? last episode was Transporter. Oh yeah, you're right, right. Oh god. But from your wife. Oh yeah. No, she she was legit mad. <laughs> about about well, we're gonna we're just to stay on the matchup thing. When American History X got matched up against Con Air, first of all, there was almost a riot that broke out in my own house. So like. When she found out that American History X was losing, she <laughs> legit wanted to start another fight because, like, she's like, "I'll never listen to your as a show again." It's completely like it's trash now. It's fucking dog shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, it's not your favorite movies. I argued for American History X to move on. Spoiler alert. But the fact was, it's our favorite movies, and Conair won for being more favorite. It's not about which one's best. If we're arguing about arguing about that, Schindler's List should be in here, and it's not. So, <laughs> back to Scarface versus Silence of the Lambs. You have the matchup, two big hitters. What's your uh, when? What's your feel about this matchup? I thought it was gonna, thought it was gonna go one way or the other, easier. I was actually rooting for Scarface more. Okay. But uh, comparing the two movies, I don't know. It was, it was harder to pick a winner. All right. Who is your favorite cast member in Scarface? Al Pacino. For sure. Yeah. He kills it. Yeah. I mean, who else? Right. I thought um, his his brother, cousin, friend, mm-hmm. um, I want to say Sonny. What the fuck's his name? I was going to say Benny, so I don't know. It's uh, Manny. Manny. Okay. Yeah. It was something with Annie. Yeah. yeah. Manny's character I thought was fantastic because he kind of plays like you as as you're watching like somebody have this great success but it's also right. kind of their demise like, where you're just like dude just be fucking cool uh-huh. we can keep all this money for ourselves like why are you being such a dick right like it's literally how I felt Manny was the whole movie where he's like dude your sister's kind of hot like I just want to like hang out no you can't fucking have it you're like dude I'm well, like I'm chill we'll be cool why, why do you have to do all the coke bro like that was Manny's character the whole movie and I really liked it because I was like that's me how did you feel about like not telling him that you're going to marry his sister. It's a bold move. Right? It's a hella bold move. Especially, like, because he's almost killed other people for the same reason. 
and then you don't tell him because he's super protective of what like, I was thinking was is it's it's the kind of bold move you need to make in order for him to believe that you're not fucking around right so I kind of respected it from like the like man to man this is how loyal I am this is how legit I am like I'm not fucking around this is what like, it is I, well, yeah yeah probably should have told him like before yeah you ghosted him for three days straight right, like right, super right. bold move <laughs> Like you're, you're you know also, he's crazy. Like right. it's a, it was a and it's questionable like decision. It's not like you're selling cars. You yeah. know, you you have a a domain of yeah. coke and illegal yeah, you, you business. Can't, your homie just can't go missing. That's a bad move. <laughs> and then oh yeah, I'm just hooking up with your sister. Like why are you so mad? <laughs> we were gonna surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a surprise bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, I don't the the scene where his sister came in at the very end. And started like, that's so uncomfortable. Oh, like, oh. yeah. No, it was, I like. I was like, what? It was like so uncomfortable watching that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it does what it's supposed to do, like just show like how much the drugs can do to you and hurt your family. But yeah. it's just tough to watch. It's like, ugh, God. Yeah. She played it off really well, considering what like what she was required to do in that scene. I was actually kind of impressed. I was like, damn, she went deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for as for best performance, definitely Al Pacino deserves the nod for that one. Um. What are some of your most memorable moments, producer? The bathtub scene. The big fight in the bathtub? Yeah. Okay. Where he's like... He's finally shopping. got it all. Huh? He's where he's no, 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 no. The, the, the scene where um, Tony Montana, it was one of his friends, are trying to make that the deal. Mm. And then they're inside the little oh, hotel. Oh, almost, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the dude is just cutting his yeah, friend awesome. with, the, with the chainsaw. I mean, super dark, but and it was like, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty fucked up scene, but... I think it kind of, like... For it to start like that, it's kind of like a good, kind of like a big good. Unless you know what you're getting into, guess, basically. Yeah. But um. What about you? It's when they basically they're they're in that camp, and they they have a riot going on, and right. basically the the news is like it's like loving it and like cheering as they're filming mm-hmm. everything, and I thought that was so. I don't know. Like, it hit home, I think, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because it's like, like you see... This feels so it, real. It basically feels like, like, Meat is just loving, like, seeing this. Because yeah. they were, like, cheering on with their with their hands up high and yeah. stuff. I can see that. Yeah, that, that opening scene was kind of a... It's always going to be a familiar thing in, in any sort of bit mm-hmm. of history. Yeah. Um, I think my one of the bathtub scene that, that's later on in the movie, I really like that scene because it's, it's you're starting to see Tony's demise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like that moment because it's when, like I said, Manny starts really trying to communicate with him that there's a problem mm-hmm. um i like the scene um when tony starts figuring out that his ex-boss is kind of setting him up with that cop because mm-hmm. it's like you're seeing his craziness come out but you're seeing like he has a reason to be paranoid like he doesn't trust any of these dudes and there's kind of a reason for it mm-hmm. and then it follows up with him like tracking him down and killing him for it like it was just a really well done transition Mm-hmm. Kind of what I said earlier, where there's just great breaks where you know what's the next beat right. has to be. Um, any other memorable moments besides the big gunfight at the end? Like we've seen it so many times and played off, but it's such a great scene. I don't, I don't have any more memorable moments, but I hate Michelle Pfeiffer's character. She's such a bitch. She's confusing character. Is she, I hate her. I hate her so much. I'm always curious of what her motivations are. Yeah. Because it's like she didn't love the the other guy. I can't remember his name right now. Um, and then when she got with with Tony, she was, you know, she was still a bitch. Yeah, I think one thing that she really that I that I thought she was going for was that she appreciated how much Tony wanted it to work out, 
where like he was just trying and trying and trying and eventually like she wasn't used to like she's used to telling people no so many times that eventually they'll give up mm-hmm. and he's like no still I don't care what you say like I'm doing this like mm-hmm. I'm gonna make this happen I think she, that's kind of like the best bit of respect I have for her is because like she really you know let her guard down on that but I mean she was kind of portrayed as just a gold digger the whole movie which, yeah. which I don't like that motivation because it's just lazy and boring mm-hmm. yeah it's like you get a not have the character and still had a, a good movie. Yeah, it could have been replaced with any other type of role. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. Um, I think another good uh, moment was in uh, the helicopter. Yeah, the homie. throws the, the body over. Yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah. Um, oh, I almost completely forgot. When he's in the car with the bomb expert, and the bomb expert's mm-hmm. like, we have to blow him up right now. Like, that's the fucking rules. We're doing it. And Tony just goes ballistic. He's like, fuck you. Ah. Yeah, lost his shit. Like, it was great. Oh, the, the bomb guy is in Breaking Bad. Yes, remember. he is. Yes. He's in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, shout out to that guy. I forgot his name. Hector Salamanca. Not the character, but... I mean, not the... The actor? actor Real name, but, but that's like... The character, the character in Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, cast overall, who is your... How do you like the chemistry between everybody? I think besides... What's her... Michelle Pfeiffer's character? Uh, Elviria. Yeah, I think, I don't know, besides her, every, everyone else kind of worked a little better. All right. I like the chemistry between um, Tony's original boss and him a lot. I felt like it was like a great like mentor relationship that they had early in the movie. Um, and that guy's fantastic and everything, so mm-hmm. he was a great role to have. Um, and then, like I said, Manny's character with Tony was really good, too. So, chemistry-wise, this movie's, you know, kind of a 10. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets along, I mean, makes a lot of sense while they're together. Even even as much as I dislike Pfeiffer's character, like you say, like, she portrayed what she needed to portray in that role. Like, she was just playing the scumbag, so. Right. Um, and she was kind of in an impossible situation, too. Like, what's she going to do, leave and get killed? Like, eh, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Chemistry, producer, anything you want to bring up? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Best quotes? Other than the obvious ones? I, yeah. I'm I mean, not even going to say Say it. hello. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. How about uh, first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the bitches? When do you say that? His, he tells his buddy <laughs> that on the pool. Movie. <laughs> yeah. No, At the pool, like, before he's really even made it, he just talked to, like, the his mentor, and... Uh, Manny's going to talk with every chick he fucking sees and Manny follows him back and like does the tongue thing to the girl mm-hmm. and she slaps him and, and Tony has that like great moment with those kids where he's like look he's about to get hit <laughs> it was fantastic uh, but as they're walking away he goes why doesn't it work and Al Pacino straight up like lays it down for him first you get the money then you get the power then you get the bitches and that's exactly what Tony does later on in the movie like he just followed his own code it wasn't exactly complex <laughs> uh, quotes anymore? Never get high on your own supply. That's not a super easy one. Was that the first movie to say that line? I would imagine. Yeah. It came out in 81, I believe. 83? I think so, yeah. So, I mean, if it's if it's not the first movie, it's the most recognizable for sure. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character from the movie? Franny? I mean... There you go. Yeah. You got it. Uh, any plot holes? Things we missed? Any issues? I had one thing I wanted to bring up. I didn't like the ending. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's super fair. I think... I mean, he is coked out, and, you know, he's probably super paranoid. Well, he is super paranoid, but I don't know. I think I think something went off when they were trying to, I don't know, finalize the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Well, I had a moment. I had a... That's kind of in my flaws. 
But I had one more moment I wanted to bring up where uh, Tony and Manny are, are talking to that first drug dealer where he's like, I'll give you like the 500 pounds of uh, marijuana and you can make, you know, 500 bucks off of it or whatever. And Tony straight up tells him like, dude, no, like, yeah. fuck out of here. Like, you're going to make way more money than we are. This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, gives him all this attitude and drives off. And Manny goes, dude, why would you do that? And he goes, fuck you. You act like he's doing you a fucking favor. Right. I was like, damn, that's super cool. Uh-huh. But it's so true. Like, yeah, people act like just because they're doing you a favor, it's, you know. Right. All all for you. Mm-hmm. That was a super good scene. But back to flaws, yes. I did feel, because, like I said, there is the beats in the movie. When Tony starts to have his demise, it's like the most miserable 45 minutes ever. Mm-hmm. Where, like, nothing's going his way. He's doing it to himself, and you're kind of just, you know, like Manny. I just want to make this, like, get easy. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of sucks to watch. I mean, but like I always say, it's portrayed really well. Yeah. Producer, biggest flaws, moments you hate. Al Pacino's accent. What? I feel like his accent. Sometimes his accent was kind of like taking me out out of the movie. Okay. I feel like he was like, I don't know. I'm wondering if it's just because like we've heard it so many times that it just sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. For sure it does, yeah. Obviously Especially back, with what he does now, like his accents now is like completely different. Yeah. But Obviously that, back then it was, then, it was just like, yeah. he like, didn't really cared or anything. Well, there was also, he had just, I want to say he had just done Godfather 2. So he's he was probably trying to distance himself from the Michael Corleone role where he's super serious all the time mm-hmm. and wanted to lash out a little bit and be crazy and right. do crazy Al. Yeah. All right. If you were going to score this movie or any closing thoughts? For this or? Yeah, for Scarface. Any closing thoughts you have? It's a good... I don't know. Because I want to say it's a good movie, but it's you. you have to be dedicated to watch it. And okay. that's something that I realized this time around. Those bracket goggles will get you. Yeah. So you got a score or no? Go with a seven. Seven? And what about when you first saw it? Was it higher or lower? Oh, definitely higher. It was probably... Damn. 8.5. I see you. Okay, 8.5 to a seven. So it's dropped off with age, which is one thing that's going to happen to a lot of these movies. Mm -hmm. There's very few movies that the older they get, they they get better. Yeah. Um, Not everything can be a Western, you know what I mean? I'm going to be the Western guy from now on. Oh, God. I hate myself already. Is there like a new season of Westworld coming out or something? I actually haven't seen season two yet. But I do want to buy Red Dead now that I've watched all these Westerns. I want to get myself a sweet cowboy hat. Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. Uh, it's a fun game. Yeah. Alright, so we're going on to Silence of the Lambs. Released in 1991. It won all the Oscars. Jesus fuck. When did you first see it, Franny? I saw it in high school for a psychology was- class. That's awesome. I was going to say, did you see it for a class again? Because yeah. I wouldn't have seen this in high school. That's a, that's a baller. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Dude, they showed us so many movies in high school. They're like, you're going to see it eventually. <laughs> Lucky. So, did they did they fast forward through any scenes? Like, Hannibal's, like, blow up? Yeah. I, I anticipate they fast forwarded that. They, they fast forward a couple scenes. I do remember when... Probably naked, dude. No, they kept that in. Like when I mean, I guess you kind of need to see that's a psychological breakdown, yeah. Right, because he, like, he, he tucked it in, and I guess, like, he no started dancing. But, like, I was like, why would you leave that in? Like, It's because it's, it's showing that character's psychological issue. Right. No, I get it. But You have, like, as a psychology class, like, you can get rid of the killing because there, there's just unnecessary blood, gore, like, mm-hmm. fear. You're going to scare the class. But when it comes to that, like, you're seeing that guy turn in from, like, hey, can you help me put this in your van? Yeah. To so... him dancing like a lady. Like, you need to see both sides of that coin for the movie to really make sense psychologically class. Mm-hmm. Um. When did you first see it? High school. Oh, me? <laughs> My bad. Don't uh, It was like three years ago, I believe. 
Right on. I just remember they put it on Netflix, and I've never seen it, so I was just like, I'll just watch it really quickly, because I heard it's one of the good ones. And Yeah. Oh, Dude, it's movie, so good. That movie holds up. It really does. It's such a good And movie. one thing I actually wanted to bring up about... Um, about Scarface is is I haven't I haven't graded Scarface yet so I kind of jumped through the bit but um, the first time I watched Scarface I kind of had the same problem that the producer had where you watch it and you're like fucking Al Pacino's accent like this movie's like it is exactly what you think it's gonna be but the second time watching it I like it so much more mm-hmm. because it, it's super deep and like you kind of you see all the characters for what they are not what you want them to be or perceive them to be um, so Scarface is a movie that got way better the second watch through mm-hmm. but to get back to Sounds of the Lambs it's better every time I watch it. Yeah. Every single time, I like it more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. I, maybe just, like, the again, the complexity of the characters, but, like, the little the moth thing. Like, to me, the idea that he cared about those moths so much that the guy inspecting it can know can that tell. he cared. I'm just right. like, there's so many little things that the writer of the book and the, the adapting to the screenplay mm-hmm. did together to make it just every little scene matters. Mm-hmm. I agree. I have to read the book. I, think I read like half of it. I, I didn't know there was a book. Yeah, it's a basic. Yeah, wow. yeah. I, uh, I want to say Richard something. Yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah. I'm probably gonna read that one. Yeah, I, I read uh, most of Hannibal Rising as well, but that movie wasn't as good. Um, they did a lot of weird choices with this Hannibal's uh, character in movies. They've done it with so many different times. They've had different versions of the same story with uh, Red Dragon, the Ed Norton Hannibal movie. Okay. There was another one called Manhunt that was made even before that. Really? Yeah. Oh. With um. I thought there was only like three. Hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. With the guy who's like the villain in the Born Identity movies. Mm. He was he was the original Hannibal Lecter, oh. but they kind of went away with that. So it was just a weird choice. Um, I can was, only I can only see Anthony Hopkins. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and then when I see him in other movies, it kind of pisses me off. Like, why are you dumbing yourself down to be Odin? Like, mm-hmm. you're so much better than yeah. this. Yeah. I heard the show was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I've never seen it. And it's uh, Lashif's character from Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, he plays oh, Hannibal in that. We, he wasn't bad. I actually watched some of that. He wasn't bad. And that's all surrounding the, the Red Dragon storyline that Ed Norton character played. Okay. That was that time period before he gets arrested. Um, things you... I'm sorry, favorite characters? Kind of like Buffalo Bill. He was fantastic. I love it. I really enjoyed his character. You about a size 14? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, guy. Um... Any any character recognition you have? Um, Hannibal was really good. The, the character, um, or the actor, mm-hmm. was really, really good. Did you notice he didn't blink in one scene? No. The entire movie, he doesn't blink. Really? He just stares at you, yeah. I never noticed I that. swear to God. Well, then I have to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> like I say, it gets better every <laughs> single time. Because now, there's like one scene in the airport where he's talking to the senator, I believe mm-hmm. she was. I don't know. She was somebody important. He's talking to her and she says something and he smells and he kind of like looks up and I was like, was that a blink? Like, that's how intense I've gotten with it. <laughs> God damn. Um, but yeah, he was fantastic. He's, it's one of the top Most five best performances he would of all make time. Yeah. was super cringy. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic. And like I said, we were talking about on Thanksgiving, we had like the little argument of top five roles of all time. Anthony Hopkins is always in there for me for this role. He's fantastic. And not to say that Jodie Foster was bad. She was fantastic. Oh no, she was really good. She though. was so good, mm-hmm. and you could really sense like her nervousness and her struggle the entire movie. Where every single scene they're talking, she's legit like she knows he could kill her at any time, mm-hmm. if the, you know different surroundings. Right. He she's so good that she plays the great like you know in fear, 
confident but scared. Like very 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 awesome character. You know I, mean? I thought Shilton was good. The guy who who watches the prison. He was just such a scumbag. Like it was so obvious. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of um, something you said on Twitter um, for a new thing on the on the podcast thing. Sayonara. Oh my God! Best quotes. Sayonara? Yeah, the yeah. Sayonara Awards. Yeah. Oh yeah, we had a bunch of those for Scarface. I should have said that. For the. <laughs> the Sayonara Awards. I mean, for this one, it's, it's I think it's obvious as well. It puts the lotion on its skin. Yeah, it does yeah. what it's told unless it gets the hose again. <laughs> uh, that's a really good one. I like the uh, the cell, the phone call. It's not really like a, a great quote, but it's just a great moment where he picks up the phone and he says, Hello, Clarice. Like, every time I hear that line, I'm like, yep, right back. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one that's that I close. can really remember. No, there's not really any. But like, everything he says, he's just like, he just, what, what are they called? Like, he just hypnotizes you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he says that line about the fava beans, and then he does a little sound. Yeah. That, that wins best quote, and it's not even, I can't even reproduce it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Me- uh, most memorable moments, besides beating the piss out of those guards, I think the handcuff in the in the jail cell, when the, yeah, when the dude turns around and he just, uh-huh. you're like, oh shit, it's going <laughs> no, down. I was actually, I, um, every time I got to sit down for a bracket, I usually have a meal, and I started you know, watching the movie and then like she's trying to get out of the, the cell and they throw the the jizz the at her. Area. Yeah, and I was like, dude, like I'm <laughs> fucking eating. Like, <laughs> he went hard so fast. Yeah, I was like, no. It was so disgusting. I, yeah, mental health. Traumatizing. You have you seen have you seen the movie um This is gonna get fun. It's the one about the, the guy that's blind and they try to rob him but then he's like fighting back. Oh, what's it called? The Book of Eli? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, he was blind the whole time. <laughs> what? <damn> nah. <laughs> you don't know what movie I'm talking about? I sure don't. Who's you look it up, we'll figure yeah. it out. Uh, other memorable moments? I thought the scene in, with the goggles. <laughs> the goggle scene oh. where, where she's um, like being followed around and he like goes to touch oh, her hair. Oh, no. That like I've seen that scene a hundred times and every single time I'm like, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know it's. Well, well the scene where you're, uh, Buffalo Bill's dancing in the mirror. He's like, how many ta- how many more times do you want to bring this up, bro? <laughs> you fuck me. Oh my god. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> fuck me. Say it, producer. Get it, girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know one thing that bothers me though when it happens in every it's like the cliche of a detective movie. It's like when everything's about to come to a halt, and they call you and go, "Oh no, we got this figured out here." You go do your thing, you know, go investigate a treehouse or some shit. We don't care. We already got Buffalo Bill at this house. Oh, I see where you're going. And then she just happens to meet him 10 seconds after. Uh It's like the obvious cliche. Yeah. And Um, you're obviously like, oh, so where are they? Yeah. Didn't it happen in another movie we just watched? That's what I'm saying. It's like the obvious cliche. Didn't Transporter just do it? That's what I was... Transporter versus Silence (laughs) of the Lambs. That was the matchup. All right, really quick. The movie that I was talking about was Don't Breathe. Oh, yeah, I still seen haven't it. seen it. You haven't seen it? You no, haven't seen it? but I know oh. what you're talking about. God damn it. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Because there's a scene in there... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. ...that caught me off guard when I was in the movie theater, and I gagged really hard. During what about, the um... What's that movie? The Quiet Place? When she steps on the nail? Oh. Oh. I knew it was going to I wanted to... Yeah, and that's the annoying part about that. That's such a cliche, where they pull up the nail, and you're like, we're seeing that again. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that shit again. Well, the... the the funny thing was that, like, you weren't, like, thinking about it. Like, you see it go up, 
and you just kind of forget about it after a while. But then when you see her like walk running down the stairs, you're just like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was a good one, I guess. It but, was, but it's still a cliche of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to see this nail again. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, we should do a whole other bracket just about worst cliches in movies. Basically, the I'll be back of movies. Yeah. Um, any cast chemistry you guys want to talk about? Other than the, you know, obvious, obvious ones. ones uh, Hannibal and Jodie Foster's character, just fantastic. Well, I think that's... It, it has so, so little characters compared to mm-hmm. Scarface that they well, kind of work together a little better. One thing, though, is Jack Crawford's character, the older guy, like the older FBI guy who gives Cleverice the chance. Mm-hmm. Like, their chemistry is really weird, too, because he tries to play, like, the father who's also, like, kind of into her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she's in, like, a weird place between that, and their chemistry is, like, it's not uncomfortable, but you know something's weird. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I guess it's a little bit uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it's not gross, if that's a better way to put it. Any other cast chemistry you want to bring up? Not that I really... And the Sayonara Award was... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I really had one. I would give it to the Fava Bean scene. Yeah, okay. Again, can't really recreate that sound, but... Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, <laughs> nope, that's that's for somebody else to do. Um, anybody you'd like to nominate for a Goldblum Award for the last two movies? Scarface, I think Al Pacino gets an honorable mention, but I don't think he gets it for me. Yeah. What do you think? No, I don't. I don't have anybody. Not in Scarface? No. Damn. All right, and then what about for Silence? Because I'm definitely going to do one for Hopkins, and I'm definitely going to do one for... Uh, I'll do an honorable mention for Jodie Foster. Because mm-hmm. as good as she was, I, I don't know. Well, then again, there's not a lot of great actress categories we have, though. We don't have that many actresses yeah. nominated. So she gets it by default, almost. Okay. We can just do best performance, because it's going to be kind of dude-heavy. Mm-hmm. We're not misogynist pigs or anything, but it is what it is. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> what about, uh, I could do, uh, that's a weird one, but I'll do adapted screenplay too. Because they had to take this from a book and they actually made Ooh, it really good. Yeah. Let's just make our own award show. Well, I mean, we already have. No more Oscars. Right. Well, I mean, we're going to host, right? They already called yeah, us. We'll better host. Yeah. Have you tweeted anything recently? No, but I did see that Nick Cannon went hard. Yeah. You saw that? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? All right, we'll get to it in a minute. We'll talk Nick about Car- it. Nick Cannon went hard about the Oscars. It was great. Um, so we got Silence of the Lambs versus Scarface. What's your judging on Silence of the Lambs' score? I think, like you said, it, it does get better because first time I watched it, I was like, eh. Yeah. It was okay. I can kind of see that too. Um, so seeing this time around, it was probably an eight. And what was it before? I like a six. Ouch. Yeah. I see you. Okay. Um, so for my viewings on Scarface, like I said, my first viewing, I, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So my first viewing, I'm like a 4.5 to a 5. So I'll, right. I'll, be, I'll give it the 5 because it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I'd say it's up to an 8.2. It went up a lot mm-hmm. for me. The, the, the Bracket Podcast goggles went on, and I actually really appreciate this movie now, and I didn't before. I thought it was kind of overrated. Oh. How uh, how long was the movie? Two hours, 50 minutes. Oh, wow. So it's a long movie as well. One thing I wanted to bring up, though, is it may be super, super long. It doesn't feel that way, though. It does not feel like it's that long of a movie. Like, there's never a part where you're like, I can't wait till this movie ends. Like, right, every yeah. scene you're in. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's not devastating. Um, as for my Sansa Lamb score, I'd say my first viewing was probably 8.5 to a 9. Up to, like, 8.5 my first viewing because I didn't really understand everything to be honest with you 
I'm not smart enough to gather movies the first time. I usually take a few times to understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like a 9.6, 9.7. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I score. Yeah, 9 point, yeah, you know how I get. I do. Um, so for me, Sounds of Lamb has to move on uh, on my vote. What about you? I have to agree. Okay, so. that made it easy. Moving on to the next round of the bracket. Silence of the Lambs. That was a great episode. Yeah. Short and sweet. We didn't get off topic too far. We got super off off topic in the prelims, but it was good. Alright. Your next fight. Cure up me a second. I was actually kind of expecting an argument out of Scarface with you because it does come off as like a great dude movie. Mm -hmm. But the ending just bones me out every single time. Both times I saw it. Yeah. And there's a lot of times where you don't agree with his, yeah, with his uh, actions that really throw you off. Yeah, Killing Manny always gets me. Just like, mm-hmm. dude, you didn't have to be that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. All right, next movies. I don't think I don't think we've done this yet, but Sixth Sense. Let's go and Ooh. Get Out. Ooh, okay. This will be a fun one. Actually, that's gonna be tough. We haven't done this episode yet. The producer's just on the. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still drunk. That's fantastic. Dude, both of these movies are are Oscar nominees. Um, I think I want to say Sixth Sense won. Well, don't forget for Best Picture. Um, no, I didn't. Sixth Sense was like like such a game changer for mm-hmm. horror movies back then, and so yeah. is Get Out. So, I, Get Out is fantastic to me. Now I don't understand that. Well, the is is Get, Get Out is the La La Land? They're both underrated. I'm just gonna say it. I don't think Get Out is underrated at all. I think everyone appreciates that. Yeah. I know, but it didn't win Best Picture, and, I, and I'm still calling yeah. bullshit, even though I still haven't seen Shape of Water. I just don't know if that movie could do anything to me to make me care. That's like kind of how I feel about it. With Shape of Water? Okay. Yeah. Oh. It's it's a it's a unique film, I would say. I And that's kind of what I, what so I feel about. better than Get Out? In huh? any kind of way? It's probably better no. real. I th- I prefer Get Out because it was very different. Okay. And it kind of speaks on, like, a race, racial kind of um, issue. And it kind of, you know, and it's not like, I don't know, it, I can't really explain it. But with The Shape of Water, it's, it's just kind of like, oh, Guillermo del Toro is just having fun with the movie. And mm-hmm. you kind of see You're him. You're for the ride. You just see him be, being Guillermo del Toro. Okay. And it's kind of fun. There's also, like. Maybe we want to see it less. Oh, great. <laughs> but, um... For good movies, though, that come out this year, Hereditary. Yeah. Dude, Hereditary should be nominated. Like, that movie's fantastic. I it's think super weird. Tony should win for Best Actress. She absolutely should. Oh, I don't know who else is up God. for Best Actress, but Tony Collette in, in Hereditary, she is haunting. She's, she's scary good. It's... You know my whole creepy so mom thing? Story. Like, out the door. Like, she's horrifying. <laughs> that, yeah. You, you haven't seen that movie yet? No. Oh, great. And then... All day long, for like a week straight, <laughs> just looking around corners. You get it if you saw the movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you would know. I literally <laughs> threw things at my TV when I saw it. Like I took my hat off. I was like, get the fuck out of here! Like I can't even watch this. <laughs> it was funny because I. It's like humorous. I was, scary I was in my sense. I was in my room when my cousins were watching it. Yeah. So Adeseli and her brother were in the living room. Yeah. And I heard that they were watching it, and I hear the car scene. And I just hear like the big thump, and I just oh. hear them like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, dude, that was just that <laughs> scene is dead silent after that and scream. They were they were silent in the in the in the living room. Yeah, I was like, "Oh God!" 
Dude, Hereditary was that so many moments where you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that movie's fantastic. I completely forgot about that movie, but... I fucking love it. It's such a good movie. <laughs> That's an underrated movie. It really is. That Well, I mean, it might not be. If it gets Oscar hype, it, the, the, the attraction will come back. It has to win for, like, for Best Actress. I can see it being nominated for Best, like, Script, Original Script. Yeah, definitely, like, a, like in a weirdo world. It, it Maybe not... Maybe not Best Picture, because that's there's not a lot of horror movies that get nominated for that. Well, the the Golden Globes just came out, and usually, depending on what yeah, that, it's like a good cipher. You know what's gonna go on yeah. to to be nominated for the Academy Awards, and I don't think Hereditary got nominated for anything. But I also heard that the Oscars are trying to go with like a younger crowd to be their judges, right? Didn't they invite a bunch of like younger voters? I don't know. All right. Well, if that's the case, the Golden Globes is still a bunch of old rich white people. Like you yeah. know what I mean? That's like they're just throwing a party and, and giving out, out awards. Like, thanks for showing up and drinking with us. Like, that's all the Golden Globes is. Yeah. So, like, the Oscars, if they're really trying to make an impression and be like, we care about the younger voters, they're going to nominate Black Panther to be Best Picture. Hereditary should be nominated to be in these categories as well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to win, but it does have to be recognized. Yeah. Like, if you don't recognize Hereditary and Black Panther, like, there's, you're going to stop people from making weird, different movies. Mm-hmm. That's the best movies. That's Get Out. I can't wait till the, no- the nominations go out for the Academy Award. I mean, it's so get fucked to, up. We get when they come out. They usually do it, like, January. The, the Academy Awards are in March. March? Yeah. March or February. February. I thought it was February. I think it's, like, close to the end of February. Probably. Why do they do it so far? And I don't know. Because you have to get all the movies of 2018 and then vote on them in 2019. Well, yeah, but why can't they do that? Fucking, oh, nominations come out December 31st. And then by... Because a movie can still come out on December 30th. La La Land came out on, on Christmas, yeah. the 25th, just in time for the Academy Awards. But I do see your point. Like It would make way more sense to like be like, all right, the cutoff date is December 15th. If yeah. your movie comes out after that, it's next year's. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody just has to get all these movies in, and we'll do it You know, New Year's. It'd be a great like, New well, Year's Eve party. Because like, a, lot, a lot of the reasons why movies come out in December sometimes... Is because it's so early, mm-hmm. for people can remember right. that that mm-hmm. it's going to be nominated. That's why the Oscar bait movies come out in November, December. Yeah, you would. Your if your movie comes out like in January or February, it's like a Black Panther, pretty shitty time to yeah. to throw out a movie. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's kind of what happened to Get Out though last year too, because they didn't they didn't release it anticipating a lot of Oscar hype. Mm-hmm. It came out in the summer. Yeah. Right. No. It was like a July release. I think it was like in February. No, yeah, it came worse. It came out pretty early in the year. Fact check. What do we got? Fact check. Siri, when did Get Out... When was Get Out released? Siri. When was Get Out released? Fucking bitch. I fucking hate you, Siri. I'll never love Siri again. You guys ever watched that movie, Her, where he was in love with this home? Yeah, I love that. That was an odd choice. I never saw it. You've never seen it? Mm-mm. Oh. May 4th, bitch. Okay. <laughs> huh. That's crazy. But in San Diego, it's always summertime, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It did just rain for a week. For two days. It felt like six. All right, so next week we got Get Out versus Sixth Sense. Any other topics we want to get on, or are we closing it off? Oh, didn't you want to talk about the Nick Cannon thing? Oh, that's right. All right, so the Oscars, they're... Their Oscars 
team came up with Kevin Hart's going to nominate or going to host the Oscars and first of all it would have been fucking fantastic because mm-hmm. there's no better stand-up comedian right now that everybody loves like there's people who you think arguably are funnier but mm-hmm. everybody loves Kevin Hart mm-hmm. like he literally has a fake beef with The Rock like it's fantastic right 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 guarantee you if Kevin Hart would have hosted The Rock would have been there to do a, like half of a bit mm-hmm. it would have been fantastic and these mother frontiers on the internet go back and get him in trouble for some dumbass tweets he had in 2010 so, he steps down from the Oscars, says, fuck the drama, see you later, enjoy your show without me, and what the fuck? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Retweeted Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and who else? I can't remember the other one. There was three, though. Yeah, there was three. Three, like, prominent women in, like, this, we gotta stand up for, like, this bullshit in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and they were in... Sarah Silverman literally said, like, don't take me the wrong way, but this new bachelorette looks like a faggot. And yeah. you're just like, hey, dude, <laughs> like, I get that you were joking, but so the fuck was Kevin Hart? Like, you're not allowed to pile on him, and then you have the same tweet. Like, what the right. fuck? So, like, it, it was a definite, like, you know, biting the head off, or biting the tail off the snake. Mm-hmm. Where you're just like, you guys are attacking each other now. Like, who right. the fuck hates Kevin Hart? Why would you ruin this for us? Because mm-hmm. now you're going to get in... No offense to Hugh Jackman, but you're going to get, like, a even more, like, nice PG version of a host. Mm-hmm. And that's not what people want to see. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even my mom would rather watch, like, a semi-funny comedian go on than somebody who's going to do, like, a jig like fucking Seth MacFarlane did. Yeah. Um, the Academy Awards are already pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Right. So you need somebody, like... Why do you think you drink through three quarters of it? <laughs> um, I think when Ellen hosted was really... That was a fun year. A really fun one. But it was almost like forcefully fun. Yeah. Like when they did the pizza bit. Did Remember when they, she brought out all the pizzas yeah. and everybody was like, alright, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Jimmy Kimmel did the same stupid thing with his like, he had the, the bus tour that walked through the front row yeah. and you're just like, first of all, no one's on the bus tour right now. Like, get the fuck out of here. I know, it's like 5 o'clock at night. Right. Um, what else? Who else? I think Ricky Gervais. Didn't he? I thought, I, he only did the Golden Globes. He only did the Golden Globes. Yeah, he's the, I don't think the Oscars would ever have him. Okay. He's too... He even made fun of the Golden Globes. Like, if you try hard enough, you can buy this award. Like, <laughs> like they just give him away. Like, everybody knows it's a stupid party. But it's still yeah. fun to watch because everybody gets fucked up. Yeah. Like, there was a bunch of actresses that looked completely lit at the last Golden Globes. Yeah, the Golden Globes aren't that great. It's really just, like, more advertisement. Yeah. For people to go out and buy the movies. But you know what I'll never watch is the MTV Movie Awards. No, that's just... Because I have morals. That's just trash. Yeah, yeah for sure. We can <laughs> they, all agree on that. They I made mean, an award, literally, for most hyped up movie for next year, and the whole show <laughs> is sponsored by Transformers 2. Oh and they're God. like, most hyped up movie award. You're like, that's not an award. Like, right, you, just you just gave, gave it them to that. Yourself. Like, what the fuck? That's yeah. literally... MTV Movies Awards are just advertisement. Yeah, it, it was pretty ugly. Besides. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I used to love it when I was a teenager. Of course, because like, well, it was also movies that you watched, too. Yeah. So it made sense. Like, I wonder if Power Rangers going to win this year. Right. But I was also, like, super into celebrities back then, right. where I was just like, oh, man. And I think the one year that I do remember, I was I saw the, the Kanye incident happen live. Ouch. Oh, okay. with, with Taylor Swift. I remember sitting there, I'm like, dude, what the... F-? I thought fantastic. it was a bit. Yeah. And I was just like, I ran, I remember calling somebody, and I was like, dude, Kanye West is an asshole. For sure, because <laughs> I was so into it, and then the other one What's was changed? the other one was when uh, Sasha Baron Cohen hosted. I don't remember that. And he like dressed as Bruno. That's and a bold then move. Flew on top of I do remember this of Eminem. Yeah, that's a ass. bold move. Yeah, but then I later found out it was just a bit. I was like, ah, oh, okay, of course. 
That would have been a tough thing to pull out of thin air. Just like yeah. falling out of the sky. Uh, do we know who's going to do the music for the, for the Oscars this year? Music? Yeah, don't they do like like two or three musical performances during the Oscars? Well, usually the the music that are, that's nominated. All right. They always just perform them. All right. Um, All right. I, I would say my hype is lower the, the closer we get. And like I love the Oscar party for like just being the Oscar party, but there's the last couple of years we've had like real hype for movies we wanted to see win. And unless one of these big movies gets nominated, we're going to be going in there pretty blind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except so for a producer. Yeah. I he watch every single movie. As soon as they announce them, I go to the theater and start watching. I usually wait to see the winner and I go see the winner. <laughs> Last year I watched The Post and that was... That was a rough one. That was a rough one. I still haven't one. seen that one. I don't ever watch it. Last year, or no, two years ago when La La Land lost to Moonlight, uh-huh. I literally went to see La La Land uh, Monday morning after that. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. That was but a you good were time. like, you were like, that's a good, you were like, all right. Yeah. And then I heard you like listening to the soundtrack the, yeah. the next day. Yeah, I said La La Land's underrated. Should be around too, just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so watch uh, Get Out in the Sixth Sense for uh, episode 25. We're almost there to the first round. I think Sixth Sense is on Netflix right now. It probably isn't. You say that about I think it movie. is. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a corporate guy. He's listening. He's like, mm-hmm. well, fuck him over. Take it off. Take it Go, go, go. <laughs> I think I'm going to go home and watch some more westerns. Django. I don't like Django. I think that's the problem. I don't like modern westerns. Huh? I like the older ones better because they're just uh, they're admittedly modern. Campy. Define modern western. The Magnificent Seven to me was a modern western where they're like they knew they were poking fun at themselves. You know what I mean? That was I don't know. That was, you know, kind of like how Deadpool's like we're in a comic book movie. Like that's kind of what the new westerns feel to me. I just feel like they they keep using the same set for every western. Legit, there's still bullet holes from the Magnificent Seven yeah. when they filmed the Hateful Eight. <laughs> Well, no, the Hateful Eight was literally just in a cabin, inside of a cabin. I still haven't finished it. So, dang, cool. But I, I, for me, I, I would have to say that Django is one of my best uh, westerns. Mm-hmm. Not my best, but like one of my Did favorites. Did you see Tombstone? That's kind of what got me into it. I feel like... Because Val Kilmer's character in Tombstone is okay, the fucking coolest dude in the whole world. Like, he's this dude's pointing a gun at him, and he just like flips a couple shot glasses, and he takes a drink. You know another really underrated western... Um, if he says 310 to you, I'll freak out. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the one with Johnny Depp. I'll freak out. Rango? Oh, I never watched oh, it. Oh. I have it, too. I've never watched it. That is such a good movie. I know which one you're talking about. I haven't seen it either, but... I, I think that's a very good Western. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I looking up for The Sixth Sense? The... If it won an Oscar? I don't know. We gotta cut this. All right. (laughs) See ya.